good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Blackness Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. Man like Mo, out here, you know, me out here, every day, every day, every week. Now, Robert, you inside, you, you inside. <laughs> out here, yeah. With here. Hey, just for that, yeah, whoever's on Sorry Not Sorry, I've got smoke for you, it's calm. I think it's me this week. I've got yeah. smoke as well. I, I, may, I may have a little bit of smoke as well. Do you know what, yeah, I was reflecting last week and I was like, Last week we bigged up Robert because we're like, that's the best question he's ever brought, yeah. and he plagiarized it. Oh, stress! <laughs> Wait, what? There's nothing you want like, to say. It's gone humble, and we're like, that's the best question oh, he yeah, brought. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, it was plagiarized. Bob, there's nothing you want to say. It's true. It's true, though. Any question true. you bring, someone out there has asked. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess, I guess, part of the sorry, not sorry. Well, we're all drawing from our experiences and our thoughts in it so never know where you read something or think of something uh, <sighs> well week five quarantine i went to Tesco mm. today they still got the easter eggs still about <coughs> did my, you buy some no no because no only because i went to go i went there to go and buy peanut butter and chocolate spread <laughs> for my family wait, wait, specific. wait, wait. Is that peanut, peanut butter, butter and, and chocolate? chocolate. As a yes. two, two separate things? Two, 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 two yeah, separate yeah, yeah. things. Oh, that's right. I that's how you that do mixed it. In one. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that's wrong. Because I think Nutella's got something like that. That's wrong. Someone used to have that, but it's not the same. It's I know Marmite got Marmite and um, peanut butter. Yeah, Marmite. but Marmite, Marmite oh. at this point, they're just, they're saying, yes, you hate us. Let's give you more things to hate. <laughs> that's, 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 their, that's their plan now. I've been thinking about trying peanut butter chocolate and banana sandwich but i'm not sure if i'm ready for that level yet well that is a thing though is that a thing yeah that is a thing okay i might have to give that a little try peanut butter and banana and chocolate yeah 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 that's the thing i I don't like bananas so it's not for me but that's not new i've heard of i'm missing out on that potassium (laughs) take more multivitamin anyway Cool. All right, let's get into it. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Robert, are you in the hot seat? I'm in the hot seat. So when I'm in the hot seat, it's just a seat. Because <laughs> so we stay dead. fire. We stay so, fire. So dead. Anyway. Stay fire. Mo, do you want to go first? Shall I? Phoenix mode. Okay. Um, mm, what should I throw at you? Ooh. One saved, always saved. What's your thoughts on that? <laughs> Why? <laughs> All right, this is the episode, guys. Let's go. Robert, I see Let's you. to the episode. Once saved, always saved. Do you agree with that? Yes or no? Let's unpack it. No. Okay, why not? Um, just drawing from just drawing from the Bible. Um <laughs> I don't know why Peter's laughing. <laughs> Just draw from the Bible. Shall I draw from the Daily Express? Because <laughs> if you want, we could, we could go there too. You might want to draw from the message version. Translation. Clear uh, <laughs> some smoke today, boy. Don't play games with Judas. <laughs> um, yeah. The first story that comes to mind is the story of um, Ananias and Sapphira. Sapphira? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from how I understand the story, like they were part of the ones who were actually hold on, hold on. Hold on. Mo, is Tulip going through your head right now? Me, no. Nope. Uh, Do you know what? My stance on it is has a bit has become a bit more liberal. 
I still adhere to it, but I'll just communicate a bit more liberally mm. than like rigidly to the tulip and that. Yeah, uh, cool. cool. Um, I think that with, I feel like when Ananias and Sapphire did what they did, they were saved, but then they still got struck down. So based on that, I would say that you can, you can be in in a state of saved because because like, like be, being saved is believing in Jesus, like very what's the word where very loosely speaking like faith in jesus is what's going to get you into heaven that's not loosely speaking that is the gospel yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but like <laughs> but like you know people 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 like to go deeper into that and just start spinning all the words but basically okay. believe in jesus you get to heaven mm. um I feel like they did believe in Jesus, which is why they started to like give away their, their, their possession and stuff. But they still had a bit of the world in them, which is why they thought, now let me keep some to myself. And then they got struck down. So based on that, I feel like you can be saved, but do stuff that can get you ninth heaven. Amen. Peter, what's your thoughts on that? Well, do you consider their dying sign that they're not going to heaven? Yeah, well, the, the manner in which they died. Um, the argument, the argument, the, the the first argument that would be made would be that if they if they weren't, uh, well, that's for walking away the faith. But I guess their actions in um, in hiding some would suggest that they weren't saved at all. But then you can make that same argument about Peter denying Christ, and yet he was the one that Christ chose even after, even after he did that to build a church upon, even though Jesus has said. Oh, Jesus didn't build a church on him. Jesus built a church of us on what he said regarding Jesus being the rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but regarding who Jesus was. Um, but he still chose Peter, even though previously he has said, if you if you um, deny me in front of man, I'll deny you in front of my father. Which means maybe, unless Peter did all that work and then still got rejected because of what he did. I don't think that's that's what happened. <laughs> if Peter got rejected, boy, then the whole Catholic church is in, is in error. <laughs> No, it's the persistence of the saints. That's the perseverance of the saints. Yeah, it's the, it's the argument that um, that that makes. I so tulip yeah. tulip coming out there, boy. This is what I'm. No, I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Um, What's tulip? So that's the uh, five. It's the acronym for yeah, the, the five parts of Calvinism. Who are well, the one? One of know, their doctrines. Their, yeah. their chief doctrines. Yeah, of salvation. Calvinism is the one that perpetuates that idea of once saved, forever saved. Yeah. Okay. Um. I mean, so I, I, I don't think the the Ananias and Sapphira thing because not everyone that brings a gift or you know does that is doing it for the right reasons, and we don't know the reasons why they did it in the first place. They're 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 rather stark end would suggest otherwise or would suggest you know maybe their reasons weren't as holy to begin with um, but i can confidently say that not everyone that brings a gift brings it for the right reasons that's not that far-fetched uh, an idea so the idea that their gifting sort of showed where they were or their um, hearts especially considering the um, aftermath I don't think that's valid. No. Um, and, I, and I am just playing devil's advocate. I don't necessarily believe in 
won't say forever saved strictly per se. But I've got a different way of answering the question. Okay, answer then. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you get what I'm saying? Like with regards to Ananias and Sophia. I get what you're saying, but mm. I just feel like you wouldn't you, you wouldn't give away your possessions. They didn't. No, they they they, they gave away the possessions but kept They gave away half. They, oh, they gave away a portion of it. Yeah, um, exactly. And it, it's almost it's almost like and again, this is playing devil's advocate, but it's like I would happily hand over half my riches to gain people's esteem mm. and be viewed highly. Especially in a situation where it's like everyone is doing it and you are part of this people group. It's like, I'm just saying there could have been... But everyone wasn't doing it though. It was a choice to be done. It wasn't like everyone all the Jews in the area. Everyone yeah. who had possessions. Everyone who could. And Everyone you know, who the... could. No, no. Everyone who could, who, who was deciding to follow Christ. It wasn't just like everyone in the region that was saying, okay, let me give oh, up yeah. my possessions. Yeah. No, no, no. But no, then there's this people group where, yeah, like you said, people who were following Christ. But then again, not everyone who follows Christ really follows Christ, if that makes sense. Yeah. But then yeah. I'm saying, yeah, but then you can make that same same argument for the... You've moved away from your mic. Sorry. <laughs> but then, so with with the, the disciples running away from running away once Jesus got crucified... Does that mean that, that that they weren't believers in Christ because they? That was fulfillment of prophecy. No, no, no. Strike the shepherd and the sheep will, will be like will run away. Yeah. But just no, but 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 but, but just because that, that that was fulfilling prophecy doesn't mean that they still didn't run away. No, but then what was their aftermath? What was the end of their lives? You know, propagating the word of God, persevering through persecution, uh, ultimately, you know, dying in such ways as to glorify God. So. If I'm to look at the entirety of their stories, it's very different from Ananias and Sapphira. But um, but it began the same way with choosing to follow Christ. It's not how it, not how it begins; it's how it ends. Yeah, and so and so the way it ended for me says that they started off with Christ and it and they didn't end up with Christ. And so they can lose their salvation. Yes. Okay. So my my response to it is a bit different because. I find the argument normally goes around the lines of or has the undertones of what can I get away with? That's that's normally when like you boil it down to the basics. It's can I do something or can I do enough to lose my salvation? My view on it is who holds your salvation? Who is responsible for your salvation? Who is the author of your salvation? And if it's you, then in the same way as I can lose my keys... I can lose my life-given medicine. I could lose anything. I can lose my salvation. If it's entirely up to me. If it's not up to me and it's up to someone else, in my case, I believe it's up to God because the Bible does say Christ is the author and finisher of our salvation. Then I have to ask, can he lose anything that's within his hands? Or can he lose anything that he has a purpose to keep? I don't believe he can. And therefore, the question to me is, who's in charge or who's, uh, who's the, the author of your salvation. And if it's God, then maybe he can't miss. If it's you, you most certainly can. What do you mean he can't miss? He can't lose. He, you, can't, he can't, he, you can't be taken from his hand. If he is the author of your salvation, if he's the one that's put your salvation in motion and the scene to it, then he, you can't be removed from it if God's in control. But if it's you, then you can. 
So what's your answer? Because you said... Well, that's my question. Because I think that answer, I think that question can be answered differently. I think for some people, they their salvation is in their hands. <laughs> so for you, Peter... God's, God is a... I believe in the Bible. So, so Christ is the author and finisher of my salvation. Oh, the level of shade in that I believe in the Bible. So, <laughs> I don't know what you believe in, but I believe in the Bible. Yeah. So, I, so, so my answer is the entirety of my effort with regards to salvation is not on keeping it. It's on serving who getting to know Christ, serving Him, being in a relationship with Him. If that makes sense, and He's the one that keeps me. So that's that's my answer to it. It it, it doesn't answer the question directly, but it, it kind of does. I think I, I think I think it pushes it pushes the onus on who really the honor should be on, who is God, as opposed to man. That's 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 where that's how I come at it. Because essentially your argument is, well, if you saved yourself, then you can't lose it. But if mm. God saves you, then you can't. Yeah. Cool. Mo, what's your what's your take? So my take is, it, it my take is once saved, always saved. You can't mm. lose it. But I know that that's um, that wording. Mm is one that people then be like, oh, so I can continue in sin, I can do whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And for me, that that's the true mark of the Holy Spirit's work inside of you. Because mm. it's, as First John says, um, God is light and everyone who has fellowship with him walks in light. And it's not a case of, as exactly as you were saying, it's not a case of <clears throat> what can I get away with, but mm. rather how can I show appreciation for what I've received? Yeah. So we're not trying to, find loopholes within salvation to be like okay i can continue living in blatant sin <clears throat> knowing that i've got salvation so i'm cool mm. my argument would be that if you can continue living in sin then you're not walking in light as he is light and so that then reflects to me your relationship with him but yeah it, it gets a bit sticky ultimately i believe that like if god has truly given you a new heart you cannot continue being the person you were before. It just won't work. Sanctification is a gradual process, but it is a process, and you will you are moving more so towards the image and likeness of Jesus. And so you will start to look more and more like him. Doesn't mean there won't be relapses, doesn't mean like all of them things, but as we look through your life, we will see a mark, <clears throat> we will see the mark of the Holy Spirit's work within you even just like the fruits of the spirit and stuff like that. Um, and as Peter said really well, it's just like, it's salvation is much bigger than any one person. We can't hold our salvation. We can't die for ourselves. Like Jesus, Jesus' work is finished. It, it is done. Um, and we can't add or take anything away from it. Um, and I think the one part, one thing that really convicts me is that Jesus says, um, he gives eternal life. If eternal life stops at any point, it was not never eternal. So yeah, it's just yeah. That's so I believe that it's you can't lose it. But the way you hold on to that truth will reveal more about you mm-hmm. than about God. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's kind of my 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 stance and take on it. So I don't believe you can lose it. Right, cool. So, Robert, interestingly enough, it's a 
It's not a similar question, but it has similar undertones. <laughs> so, does suicide result in automatically going to hell? Ooh. Ooh. <sighs> um. <laughs> A visual description. <laughs> Robert is looking to the heavens right now. <laughs> <laughs> Need to draw from the heavenly inspiration. <laughs> I would say I would say yes. Oof. Yes, as in you're going to hell if you kill yourself. Yes. Mad. Mad. Okay. Unpack this for us, please. <laughs> <laughs> so you went out of frame for a second. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no, no. I'm, picking up, I'm picking up jingle blocks. Oh, cool, cool. Um, I don't think that you can say that you believe in Jesus and then Yo. Us. Yo. <laughs> Obviously, you don't say this to someone who's a family member who just committed suicide. <laughs> I'm supposed to be the heartless one. No, but I feel like um, believing in Jesus comes with comes with other stuff. In the same way, if you say you're a vegetarian, then you can't then go and eat meat because that because then that, that defeats the point of being a vegetarian. In the same way, if you say you believe in Jesus and you put your your trust in Jesus, then there are no earthly circumstances that Jesus is that are beyond Jesus. So to take your life into your own hands, you are taking your life out of his, is one way I'd put it. Mm. Do you know what? Yeah? I would love to see Robert officiating at a funeral of someone who committed suicide. He has so much potential. Guys. Alas. I don't want to lie to you. We all know he killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> he, killed him, he killed himself and killed his chances of getting to heaven. Amen. <laughs> Yo, okay. Oh yeah, I think that's my take on it. Bad. No, <laughs> what do you think? It's <laughs> cold. That is cold. That's, that's, do you know what? I think you can kill yourself and still go to heaven. Mm. I think What's you can up? kill yourself and still go to heaven because I think um, it's a case in which we all go through various trials and we're all affected by those trials to different degrees. Mm. Um, and for some people, in a moment of despair, they may make a decision that wasn't the wisest. Mm. So they might overdose on tablets. And maybe in their last minute, they'll be like, oh, oh damn, what did I just do? But <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. Situation's done. Like, you, you've made that decision. You, you could jump off of the building. And as you're going down, you're like, actually, no, nah, I shouldn't have done this. Um, so I do believe that there are different levels of trials and tribulations that, like, where as we face the pressures, we just want an escape. And so we, we go for the escapes that aren't necessarily wise or they're not good. Um, and I still, I still believe that there's grace for that. I believe there's grace for that. Um, yes, I would hope that your hope in Jesus would help, would help you... Um, endure but it's, it's almost like um like someone so ran, random examples someone gets kidnapped 
sex trafficked, but they believe in Jesus. And it's like they're going through horrendous situations and so they kill themselves. Like, yes, they can hold on and believe that Jesus can take them through that. But, yo, that's a horrendous situation to be living through. Question. Yeah. So if Job has gone through everything he went through and committed suicide, do you think that, that, um, that he would have made it into heaven? Ooh. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know, because I know that the whole point of God pointing him out was to make a spectacle of him in terms of like it's not because of my blessing him that he still trusts in me and holds on to me um but even if everything was to go he will still look to me um which he did so yeah i don't know but that's actually a good question um i still i still would like to believe that there is grace even if someone was to take their own life um even for judas now you see, you see what I don't. I don't believe that Judas believed that Christ was the Messiah, and I think that's without believing that Christ is the Messiah, you're not going into heaven, anyways. Okay. So that's that's the difference that I believe there. Because even when Jesus was being crucified, he was the, his response to it was, um, "I have condemned an innocent man," and there was nothing in terms of like Jesus being the Messiah or anything like that. So it's it, it's a bit. Um, so what does trust mean for, for, for you then because like you wouldn't mind so like for example you wouldn't mind getting in, into a car with Peter because you can trust that he has the ability to drive whereas yeah. if, if it was me behind the wheel <laughs> it, would be, it would be a different thing so the trust that you have will have an effect on the actions that you make mm-hmm. so like if you trust Peter you'll be okay getting into his car you wouldn't you wouldn't trust Peter and then not get into his car because, you, because you're scared of his driving. But my trust of Peter comes from a lived experience. So, that, like, I have experienced Peter uh, uh, driving. Like, even, even if not firsthand, like, his sister and his brother have been in his car and I've seen them come out in one piece. But so I know sure. that to some degree, like, he's a good driver. But, but it's like, if, if I was in Peter's car and it looked like he was about to crash and I have the opportunity to hop out, like, jump out of the car... <laughs> Please, please. I'm hopping out. I'm taking a seat, but I'm hopping out. But then, in in the same way, we have the Bible, we have people's lived experiences of Jesus bringing them through situations. Yes, but it's a case in which if you haven't had the experience of Jesus taking you through a certain situation, not necessarily saying that this is a cop-out or whatever, but it's like faith is built as we live life with God. So it's, 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 yes, faith is built, um, we gain faith through the hearing of the word and stuff like that. It's as much as we expose ourselves to God and how we see God working in our lives. So it's like, it's not just you read the Bible every day and your faith is built. No, Jesus is like, if you are my disciples, you will do what I tell you and you will know that I love you. And so it's in us living out our relationship with God in praying, in reading, in actually living day to day that our faith is built, where we get to see God over and over and over again. And it's in those situations, that's where the faith is built. We see God coming through. We see God like doing stuff. People find it difficult to believe that God would do for them what he has done for other people until God does it. So it's it's like God healed this person, but I don't think God is going to heal me. And that's a genuine qualm that people have. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the presumption, <coughs> the presumption you're making, Robert, is that 
everyone's hope, trust, everyone's faith is built up the same way or is built up with the right doctrine, is built oh, no, up to I don't, no, oh, no, no, I don't think that um, mm. um, just because, like, if you look at the kind of people who, who, like, if you look at your congregation, there'll be some who are, like, biblical scholars, but then there'll be those who maybe not be that ingrained in the, in, in the word, but still have faith in God, mm. you know? So there's levels to, like, knowledge and then how that knowledge plays out into your life. Yeah. But, so, yeah, so I, I, I feel like you will be, you'll be um, judged by the word, the amount of word that you do know and how you chose to live by your life based on what what you did know. That's how, that's how um, Muslims look at stuff as well. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite black and white. M- they, leave, they leave a random grey area for the mercy of God, which is very whimsical. There's no assurance. Like, yeah. There's no assurance that his mercy... It. Yeah. It's like yeah. if God wakes up in a bad mood, then that mercy might not be extended to you. Yeah. Uh, so, 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 I mean, just, just bringing it back to the question, my, my, my thing with Job was technically, even if he killed himself, that wouldn't be cursing God, which was the whole part of the argument, where, or the whole bet that the devil had with God. So even if he didn't, I think the whole point of God initiating that thing, which I think sometimes is something that we overlook. And Mo, you, you pointed that out as well. It was God that was like, yo, have you yeah, seen God knew. <laughs> exactly. God knew exactly. that you would make <laughs> So, so there, there is that aspect of things um, as well. But I think um, the only, sorry, the only other thing with regards to all of this and, and whether or not suicide takes you to hell is personally, if I look at suicide, suicide, unfortunately, it's a bit different in that it's, it ends things, like it's an end. But it is just another occurrence of someone not trusting God, which is part of the point that you made. But is, in all honesty, something that I think a lot of people, that I do sometimes, where, you know, the, you know using the analogy of driving, yes, you might trust the person that's driving, trust them enough to get into their car but then at the same time you know when the roads get tough you might think oh has this person really got it or you know can this person really overcome this situation you know and and you know they trusted Jesus enough to you know be in the boat with him but when things got tough you know they didn't trust him enough to think well he's here so we're okay they had to go wake him up and they were like yo don't you care we're about to die kind of thing you know so I think there is there is room to or but not they, room. But they even in that mm. they were they, they were scared that they were going to die and they went yeah. to him. They didn't yeah. they didn't jump ship or whatever. So so, so that's, that's like even even in that situation, their response was to go to Jesus. Because, they didn't go to him for a solution. Yeah, they, they did. went into no. They went to him to let him know that they're about to die. No, they went to him like, yo, do you not care that we're about to die? You're sleeping. It wasn't like, can you rebuke the wind for us? That wasn't the question. They didn't even know it had the power to do that. Exactly. It, when he, when he did it, it was like, what, what manner of man is this? That exactly. the winds and the waves obey him. That exactly. They didn't yes. even know he could do it. Robert, mm. you're right in that they knew to go to him, but I don't think that they went to him saying, oh, yo, get us to do this. Or it was just, it was, do you not realize we're about to die? Sort of thing. Like, yo, we all, we're all panicked and stuff. Don't sleep. Sort of thing. That was the approach that they had. So I, I get what you mean in that at least they went to him, 
But I don't think we can all say that in our hard moments, we've all had the presence of mind to go back to God in that moment. And, and, you know, at that point in time to see, yes, I need to just go back to God. Sometimes because of what you've done that's got you in that situation, you don't even feel like you can go back to God. Facts. <laughs> you know, back in, the, back in the Pentecost times, we were like, yo, let, let's, let's let the week pass. Let me not get like that. far away enough from this sin to go back <laughs> to church. Let me not like, remember. Like, you know. let me not feel the weight of it. So I, I think I think it's... I don't think it's as easy as just saying they didn't trust God enough, which ultimately that's what it was, is you didn't trust God enough to get you through. But I think there is enough nuance in those sort of situations to recognize that we even sometimes don't trust God. The only difference being that our response to that is maybe I'm not going to church or maybe I'm not leading worship or maybe I'm not praying. Unfortunately, some people's response is I'm going to end it all by virtue of how significant the, the situations are so all that said i think i don't think it's instant hell as some people have suggested um but you know it's if i just look at it as another sin or another mistake then it's you know whether or not you had believed in who christ was and if you even if you didn't believe that he was able to take you through that time you could have known him you could have believed him and I think that's what gets you into heaven anyway. So so going back to what you said like about five, ten minutes ago, it doesn't matter how you end. Sorry? So no, going... I said it doesn't matter how you begin, it matters how you end. Yeah. So 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 it doesn't matter. So so, so you're saying with this one, it's mm. okay to it's okay to have a bad ending and still get into heaven. Uh, well, because at that point, what's the end? Was the end was it Jesus isn't God, or was it my my faith just didn't match up to that? If that makes sense, was it I don't believe, or was it I believe but help my belief, but you know, too late. Bye. <laughs> yeah, but can you say help? Yeah, but can you say help help, help my unbelief and then not wait for the help to come? And yeah, because we're human and and we're we're scared and we're terrified. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm just I'm just saying it based on the gravity of the situation that makes a person think the solution is ending their life like i'm, I'm trying not to be ignorant of what yeah yeah of, of what sort of situation gets a person to that point it isn't i haven't submitted my papers it isn't i've you know i've lost some money on a bet well sometimes it is but it's i've lost all my money on my bets you know, it, it's it's a different kind of situation that makes a person think that the only solution that they have is to end their lives. And I want to be, I want to be, I want to recognize that. And it's because of that that I think there's a bit more, there's grace in, yes, you ended your life, you, you ended your own life, but where was your heart in that moment, if that makes sense? In despair. That's 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 my take on it. Okay. <laughs> you know Robert just wants people to go. Robert just wants people to go to hell. No, it's just like trust and obey. Just just trust in God, innit? How many times? Which do I you hear. Do that? I hear that sentiment. I do I mean, hear that sentiment. But I'm just I'm mindful that there are so many different situations that just seem impossible. And it, it, there there is that reality in which it's like. 
yeah, bro, like our fate before God was an impossible one, but Jesus came and died for us. Mm. Um, and, and on that fact, al- and like on that fact alone, you should know that you you you, you can get through. Dude, you think you should know? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. So shouldn't you know? Shouldn't you know? Yeah, you should, should know. Should you live your life feeling like God? There are certain situations that, like being a being a, being a Christian that you are, mm. are there some situations in life where you think, actually, I don't think God God can get me through this? But we've like we've gone through so many journeys to get to this point where it's just like. I have feared things and God has taken me to the point of me almost realizing those fears just so he can show me that, yo, like I can still bring this back. And the thing that really draws this to my attention is when Jesus came off the Mount of Transfiguration mm. and the guy, the guy's son had a demon that kept on giving him an epileptic fix and stuff. Um, one of the accounts was like, um, he didn't want his child to die. And he, um, he said to Jesus, heal him if you can. And Jesus was like, if I can. And he said, help my unbelief. And the, the, th- the thing that frightens me is that in this account, after Jesus healed him, the son looked as if he was dead. Mm. And then Jesus picked him up. And then he, obviously we were, they saw that he was alive. But it was the case in which Jesus actually allowed him to see what he thought was the worst case scenario. Just so the guy can be, just so Jesus can be like, yo, even if he was dead, I can still raise him up. Mm. And so it's like sometimes God will allow you to see your worst case scenario just so you can see him bigger. And it's a case in which, it, yeah, some people can't handle that. So do you think someone like John Piper or Francis Chan would be judged differently if they committed suicide compared to like a new believer? Unfortunately, yes. Or judged by who? The people, the Christians around them. Oh no, oh no, like by God. Because oh. I think, I think, I think they would be judged stricter, stricter because mm-hmm. they're teachers, not necessarily because of anything else. <laughs> Or because they I also believe just perceptions them. alone. People have placed them on pedestals. Oh, yeah. Um, so they yeah. will be placed straight. So, yeah, I think all around. Um, but I, I guess you'll be judged to the measure that you know. That's what I said. <laughs> I just said like five minutes ago. So if 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 what you know of God doesn't encompass your situation... Maybe the maybe the, the no is the wrong wording because I think I would judge a child that does something and a grown person that does the same thing differently. And it's not necessarily because of what they know, but it's because of maturity. Because you can know a lot. You can know the word a lot, but you might not be mature. And there's some people who have been in faith, well, faith, for 50 years that are still babes. Well, again, it's not, you know, that's a problem. It's not time. It's not time. It is maturity. Which some people would argue comes with time, but that's only when you're dealing with cheese, with human beings. It's different. Do you know what? Yeah, we haven't even moved on to the content of this. We haven't. This... We haven't. How long have we been recording for? Thirty minutes. Thirty-five. Thirty minutes. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. So, on my walk this morning, I was going out to get my peanut butter and my chocolate spread. Mm. My bread. I can't take you seriously. For that daily sandwich, goodness. And then my mind was just going back to something that came up in Bible study a couple of days ago. 
it was a story about the shrewd manager mm. um, when Jesus um, was talking about how there was this rich man whose manager was a pagan and he was going to throw him away but then the guy was able to accumulate or, or get back some of the debt that was owed to his master yeah. and then he was commended for that and then Jesus said something along the lines of um, we can learn about we can learn from the street manager because people in the world seem to be a lot better at interacting with those in the world than those children, um, children of the light mm. um, and it just got me thinking is it okay for Christians to have non-Christian friends or, <laughs> or is it detrimental to their growth as Christians I feel like you're trying to use this question to justify your your, your friendships. Well, Be you not unequally <laughs> used. Oh, that was a that was a reversal. <laughs> I know that I'm just thinking like, does having only Christian friends like put you in the bubble, or is just being surrounded by Christians in your friendship circle okay? Uh, I would I would. Um like to place a comment by Francis Chan here where he was like Christians are like manure <laughs> <laughs> if you put if you if you gather them all up and put them in a pile they just stink but if you spread them out they help fertilize the world and help things grow it still stinks interesting but you don't stink as much interesting <laughs> so, so would you guys say that uh, um, that you have non-Christian friends? Yeah, actually, intentionally um, putting more work on my non-Christian friends' relationships. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've got I've got a lot of non-Christian friends, and I try to. Well. The way that I live, and I'm very intentional about this, is being the exact same person wherever I am. Mm. So whether I'm in I'm in the Church of England service, I'm in the Pentecostal service, I'm surrounded by white people, surrounded by black people, I try to be the exact same mole. Mm. Um, and so it's not that I am a different person around Christians and a different person around non-Christians. I'm very intentional about being the exact same person. Um, but yeah, I do, I do find it important to have non-Christian friends. Um, and the, one of the reasons why I do that is I like to remind myself that the only difference between me and a non-Christian is I've received Jesus' grace. It's not a fact of like, I'm better than them or whatever, or I'm more moral than them or anything like that. But it's just, I have received his grace. Um, and so I should be willing to live, live life with them. And Jesus lived life with them. Jesus lives life with me. I was first, I was like them. I was, I was them, not like them, I was them. Until his light kind of shone in my heart and them things there. Mm. So yeah, I'll, I say it is very important to have non-Christian friends. Um, and I know that most of the people with evangelical hearts or evangelistical hearts, should I say, will be like, yeah, how else will we then evangelize to them and blah, blah, blah. But I don't even necessarily see it merely from a point of evangelizing from, to them. Yeah. Um, 
because there's there is that reality in which for some people that has been more harm than good but in just walking with them you are the presence of christ in, in their life at that point yeah. yeah so yeah yeah i think uh similarly i interesting enough just thinking about this i realized that i only have friends by virtue of the things i do so you know, and I think that's probably normal for everyone. You know, no, you go to work. No, no, Peter, you're you you are like especially antisocial. I've realised. I just said I have friends. <laughs> nah. But what I was saying, man's discredited colleagues. Friends. <laughs> you, you, you got colleagues. No, 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 no. This is what I mean. In that, you know, like with something like karate, you know, you that's, build a. That's sorry? a That's a colleague. Nah, 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 nah. It's not. You build a different. You build a. a I think some. You know, some karate relationships are actually maybe stronger than otherwise. Or even when I was uh, in uni, um, some of the relationships you build with uh, some of the guys who were doing like army training and stuff was maybe more real than otherwise, you know, other, other friends, um, Christian or not, um, just by virtue of the things that you're doing and the sort of relationship that gets built mm. in those situations. Um, but I think, yeah, similar to Mo, I haven't, I haven't picked friends because I'm like, I'm going to be your friend and turn you to Christ. You know, I, 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 that's not necessarily why, but picked. I've developed friendships with people by virtue of what we've done. And, you know, just like Mo, I guess, um, just being intentional about being me. Um, and a big part or the, the best part of who I am is who Christ has made me. And so that's what I'm going to put forward. I am going to talk about, how Christ has affected me or how he influences my decisions or, you know, church on Sunday or prayer or whatever, you know, those things will come up because those things are part of who I am. Um, but I, I do think it's possible to have non-Christian friends. Um, I, I think it's, I think the difficulty comes when there is a, a singular purpose to achieve. And when that purpose is relating to God, then it's hard to do that with non-Christians. Mm. Cool. Example? Marriage. Fair enough. Hey, there, there are some missionary marriages, you know. Yeah, good for them. <laughs> Man, shut that down. As a missionary, is what they do. <laughs> Pardon? Come again. <laughs> missionary is what they do. Well, repeated himself as well. <laughs> Right, As in, uh, they will find on. a wife, they will find a spouse, and then like flirt to convert, and then marry. And then marry. Yeah, it's a different type of grace in it. I mean, sometimes if the source is enough, <laughs> <laughs> you go through the hardship <laughs> because you know the price will be banging. Literally. Uh, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Alright. Robert, do you want to Robert? Yo. What justifies your non Christian friend? Who says I have have no Christian friends? You are non Christian. (laughs) (laughs) Peter lined that up. Peter lined that up. And you walked right into it. Uh... (laughs) But what are your thoughts on it? Um. I think it's good. I, I, I think it's important to have non-Christian friends. I think on it, it, it keeps you grounded. Um, what, what's it? 
um, I think for me, I found it easier. Um, well, in the past, I found it easier to make friends with non-Christians than Christians, just because I feel like I have a higher expectation. They don't judge you. No, oh, so you're judging them. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I, I, I like. I um, I hold my Christian friends to a to a higher a higher standard than I would non-Christians. A higher moral standard. Biblical standard. Okay, explain that. So, how can I put this? To not do certain things and not say certain things. And to yes. Not, to avoid it. Okay. Yeah. Um, just because if you say you're a Christian, I'm, I'm, I'm going to expect you to act like a Christian. But if you're not, and you want to be in the club busting the wide open, like... I said you maybe that that's not the best thing to do for yourself, like emotionally and mentally and stuff. But outside of that, what can I say? What can I do? So how but do you, you know respond? What, yeah. How do you respond to that verse that says, "What does the kingdom of light have to do with the kingdom of darkness?" I respond by saying you should read it in context. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um. Uh, predominantly because it speaks about um, the um, I think I think it was uh, was to do with their worship. Mm. So the the church was having fellowship with another temple that were that were worshiping idols at, within Corinth, and so when it was like, what does the temple of God, which was church in Corinth, have like have to do with the temple of whatever was the other temple there? So it was actually referring to the bodies that were in there. It was like, don't worship together. Don't come together to like celebrate and worship together. Mm. Um, don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Um, because it was um, Paul. He was like, if now that was if you're already in the marriage, when you get saved, yeah. then don't want to be removed from it. I do think there is wisdom in pursuing a spouse who is pursuing the, the way of walk of life that you're pursuing. Mm. Um, there is just harmony, there's agreement. I think there's wisdom in that. Um, but yeah, I think, and I might be mistaken, so if I am, listeners, you guys correct me, but I think the context was, there were actually like, the church there was intermingling with temple worship, uh, temple worship. And Paul was like, nah, that, that can't run. Just because I said you can eat halal meat and that doesn't mean you can go mm-hmm. you can go in and do them things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so go, go back to a conversation that we had many years ago. Mm. Would you if 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 you had a gay friend, would you go to their marriage? Or their wedding. To their wedding. A, a gay non Christian friend. I, I think I think my response again is <laughs> Especially a gay or Christian friend, I wouldn't my, go to a gay Christian. Number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do. It. Yeah, that's this difference. is the thing. So that's 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 the thing again. My response would be based on that purpose. So, like, and, and that's why you know that's where I think um, this uh, that aspect of the kingdom of darkness and kingdom of light has to do again is where there is singularity of purpose. You know that cannot be compromised with non-Christians or whatever. So. Uh, talking about a a gay wedding or a gay marriage, if it's taking place in a church, almost to the defiance of what the Bible preaches, I can't attend. I won't attend. I won't support that. 
but if you're doing like your you know whatever wherever if you're my friend then you know even though i don't agree with it i will be there to support but there will be a it, it will be a, a thing where you know my my stand on the whole homosexual thing but it's more more importantly you'd also know my stand on who christ is and why you need to know him why both you oh. and your husband need to know him or your wife depending on who's on top um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's on top <laughs> Conversation went grim. Um, I think, yeah, I think I'll be inclined to go. Um, even if they were not, even if they were Christian, <sighs> if they were Christian, uh, our conversation wouldn't necessarily be about the wedding. Um, and I think it will be a case in which in having conversations with you, you might not even want to invite me to your wedding mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm. And it isn't necessarily me saying you shouldn't do this, like raining on your parade and stuff like that. And I hope the listeners will kind of know that from having listened to us and stuff from uh, in the past, if they've listened to us. But it would more so just be like walking through your theology and relationship with God. Yeah. To just be like, all right, um, why do you believe the Bible believes, um, says that this is permissible? Um, so we'll just be walking through that. Um, and I'll obviously present my stuff and uh, my, my stance and everything and kind of walk with you. And I recognize that it, you might not have like formed a whole theology around it or anything like that, but it may just be how you're feeling. And I'll be like, but the heart is desperately wicked above all things. Like, yeah. like how, how can we really trust in it like that? Um, so, yeah, in that, if you're still going to go ahead with it, you might not feel comfortable with me being there in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so you might not even want to invite me. But if you do invite me, I will be inclined to go, even having after having that conversation, to let you know that, bro, I still got you. In as much as I don't necessarily agree with what you're doing, as a human being, I got you. Just by virtue of you being my brother, I got you. And I think that that will be my stance, because it's, I would rather there be some presence of God there in that and just being open to be like god what would you have me do in this place how would you use me in this place how would you have me bring about your glory in this in this place it may be that how would you use me in this place by not going there in the first place cool i won't go but if it's okay let's go how would you use and it's not super spiritual like i'm going to stand up and bust a sermon on john 3 16 or something like that nah it may just be like, you know that I'm a Christian and I'm sitting in here with you, not necessarily in agreement, but just standing with you as a human being. Mm-hmm. And that in and of itself can turn the person's perspective as, as to Christians and then open them up. This is for unbelievers and then open them up to be like, actually, let me have a conversation because this guy is acting a bit different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my my inclination would be I'll I'll, I'll be open to go. 
And I think we had a conversation. I was like, I'll be open to shoot a gay wedding. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think for me, if you're Christian, I wouldn't go just because the fundamentals are are a bit askew. Um, would you would you apply that same logic to someone whose doctrine you don't necessarily agree with? In what in ev- in any area? Give me an example. Or is it only certain areas? So like, say a a group like believe Catholic? that like Catholic. Not even Catholic, but let's say you know one of these new age evangelical pentecostal charismatic whatever and they believe that christ was not god he was just fully man because to be fully man you can't be fully god so they believe it was a man it was christ was a man not god would you still like fraternize with such people that maybe and i don't know if that's your theology uh, so basically would would you be cool with a jehovah witness Going to oh, Jehovah, oh, Jehovah Witness wedding. Um, well, no, because because then then that's no longer Christianity. So then they fall into non-Christian friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, like this, that's a clear division. Yeah. If you don't agree on a personal crash, you're non-Christian. Unless, unless, I would then put the. The homosexual Christian into the non-Christian friends category <laughs> as well. But if you say you believe this, then there are, there are, there are expectations with the belief. Yeah. Okay. But but like if you're non-Christian, cool. We can we can party, drink the Hennessy, the Alize. We can drink it. So you'd be drinking it as well, yeah. I know of it. <laughs> a little a little Jack Daniels and cranberry juice thing. Is that two your drink? Hey. I have no baby to bring into the picture. <laughs> you better not Th- you. Thankfully. <laughs> but but yeah. it's like, would you go to the baptism of an unmarried Christian? If, if that makes sense. Yes. So yeah, I got to that. Unmarried. Got to that. Why? Because there's that, grace. That baby was in sin. Oh, there's grace. There's grace. There's grace. As they're knocking boots, there was grace. No, no, there's grace. No, 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 no. Just because you were pagan doesn't mean that... that... <laughs> the child is a pagan. Yeah. <laughs> e- even, though they were, even though they were born into sin because of sin. So that's, that's, that's like a double born into sin. But <laughs> grace still covers that. So there's no grace for the gay wedding? There is, as long as you're not saying that, that, that you're a Christian and you're doing it in the church. Like that is just that's crazy. Yeah, I'll I'll be I'll be asking the, the pastor like, "Why go on for this wedding <laughs> in the church? <laughs> like, how do you hey, rectify this?" They they pay their tithes. Fab. If that's the qualification, then I question your whole congregation. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but it is an argument being made. Like, it is an argument being made that um, homosexuality isn't a sin. So that and these are by Christians because obviously the concept of sin is very yeah. is very very Christian yeah. uh, at least religious concept, and so that that argument is being made now and there will of course be streams. There are streams. What am I talking about? The yeah, gay witches streams, and what? Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, cool. All right, let's round up. So, hookups. So, uh, Robert, much to your chagrin, I've got a few hookups <laughs> that I want to get out. 
Okay. Robert's looking unimpressed. No, that's great um, for you today. That's great for you. <laughs> today. Because no. I'm rolling with Robert's non-Christian friends. Yeah. <laughs> You're in that category today. <laughs> All right. So uh, just, just to make it quick. Um, Bizzle. Bizzle dropped a new <sighs> single. took one of mine. Oh, snap. One of your stress. Bizzle, Bizzle dropped a new single, um, uh, Who's a Man? Which okay. is which is actually a very interesting um Bizzle's back in his storytelling, you know, like literally mm. telling stories. And the the premise of the song quite literally is you're driving, someone, you know, cuts you off, flips you off, what do you do? Sort of thing. You crash you know? into them. Well, there you go. That's one of the scenarios he he um he, he expounded. Well, there's there's no grace for that now. There's no grace for that one. There is grace. I just say kill them. I just say crash into them. There you go. Wow. Um, Man's like, is take them onto the brink of their life and then... Amen. Know that you could have taken it, but you chose not to. Amen? My, no, no one's saying amen to that. <laughs> my second my second uh, hookup is um, a podcast. So I've been editing a podcast and she's Hi. released her first one. It's called The Black Ladder Podcast. She speaks to black professionals about how they what's her name what's the name her name is ife she's um yeah so she's uh released her first episode last week next one coming out this week on tuesday i believe tuesday mornings what's that about Um, it's about black professionals so black professionals how they got where they are on their professional on the professional ladder um oh that's how it's called black ladder yeah yeah she just has conversations with them and how being black has affected that climb and you know, because I've been editing, obviously, I get the I get the full conversation, and it's just it's full of it's full of wisdom and gems. So yeah, it's it's worth uh, it's worth lis- listening to. And when you first said it, I was like, it sounds too close to Black Furnace. Oh, <laughs> I didn't name it. She she named it. I just edit. So, yeah so check that out check that out um i will have it linked below and because i edit as well it's on the it will be on the ordinary amazing website as well so yeah. um so i've got one by bizzle um a single the messenger four i believe the other one is a cartoon on disney plus star wars the clone wars get it in so yeah that's me um, my hookup this week is a YouTube channel. You moved away from your microphone again. Uh, my, is it better? Yeah. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah. So my hookup is a YouTube channel um, called Kana-chan TV. Who? Kana-chan. Okay. So Kana, that's, that's K-A-N-A-chan, C-H-A-N TV. Who is Kana-chan, you might ask? Well, you, you might you might know no her better. No you might know her better. You might know her better <laughs> as the WWE wrestler, the Empress of Tomorrow, Oscar. Yeah, so Oscar's like a Japanese wrestler. Mo, Mo, did that make it any better for you? Do you not no, know who this person is? No, I made it go worse. Ch- go check out. She's 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 legit. Probably top three female wrestlers in the world. She's, all I know, all I know Rousey, is China Ronda Rousey. Because people weren't rating her. Yeah, she's such a pagan. Such thin skin. But Robert, do you think that's a work, or do you think it's uh Do you think she actually has left? Oh no, she's coming back. So like, she's still like a, a WWE wrestler, but she's just taking time out before she comes back and makes her appearance. Um, right, right now because of coronavirus, the, the like taping all the shows with like no audience. 
Yeah. So I think so I think they're just waiting for everyone everyone to to get her back into. Do you not think that she's just playing the heel? No, I think she was she, she's someone that's in her feelings and she's just pretending that she's 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 actually a better actor than she is. Ever since she got knocked out, she tasted her emotions. She was humbled. Um, she does, she she plays games, she cooks, she goes on walks. It's great, great to watch. Man says she cooks. <laughs> she goes on walks. <laughs> okay, yeah. She was even weeding her garden this one, one time. It, it was so interesting. Wait, you sat there on YouTube to watch someone weed their garden? Only for like two minutes, but it was interesting concept for the video. Okay. <laughs> the whole video was two minutes, or you only watched two minutes of the video? I only watched two minutes of the video. But to I don't be, know I'm getting at you. But to be honest, fam, YouTube is such a beautiful place. The other day I was watching um, this lady who like rescued this like stray cat. And like she went through the process of getting the cat to trust her and stuff. It was great. It was so heartwarming. Oh. And there was another one. There was this ASMR of like a turtle eating. You did not and... just watch. You didn't watch an ASMR video. I watched a couple. Oh, gosh. Only of animals, not people. That's weird. What is an ASMR video? This is an ASMR video. It is where I speak in such a way and make noises that people find apparently soothing. It's an audio experience. <laughs> it's nonsense is what it is. And they go... Yeah, yeah. Go check it out. It's great. There's a whole YouTube thing... About this, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a whole movement. Yeah, it's great. Anyway, um, shout out to Root for the intro outro music. Calvin Turner for the Audio Me Amazing logo. You can find us at Twitter at the Furnace UK. You can email us at tbsfurnace.com. You can find us at SoundCloud. Hey, yo, who's making bear noise? I think it's Noah. He's you like can... trying to eat my headphones. Okay, you can you can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the blacks first no apostrophe on all good podcasts, all the podcasts websites and apps the blacks and first with an apostrophe and that's it we're signing out once again in corona but maybe next year could be out of corona i doubt it so stay inside listen to all the episodes of the furnace we still need Come to go on. through the we need to go through the analytics so maybe we'll do that next episode wait what go to the analytics on the podcast yes of the podcast why? Just to just to give shout outs to like the people that, that have been have been listening to us. Oh okay. okay. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, this is the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Blah. Okay. <laughs>